Today is March 10th, 2022. This is Tim from Northern Perspective Podcast. Thank you for joining me this evening. I hope you're all having a wonderful day and got to feel the breeze in your fingertips in a warm embrace of another human. Something we all take for granted. To the person who didn't get held until they were five years old because a nanny took care of them. Take the time to hug somebody. These last few days have been rough. Ukraine, Ukraine, Russia. What is going on here? Bombing of a children's hospital. Ukraine accuses Russia of bombing Children's Hospital in Maripol. Reading an Al Jazeera website here. It's an article. Ukraine has accused Russia of bombing a children's hospital and maternity ward in the besieged port city of Maripol, wounding 17 people and trapping children and others under the rubble in what is called a war crime without justification. This is too much. When is it too much? A completely gutless war crime that is a complete disregard for human life. These acts are illegal and these people are in need they're in need of some sort of intervention that will help de-escalate and stop these acts from getting increasingly worse. The world needs to rally for Ukraine. And right now they are doing a good job, but it's not enough. Prime Minister Zelensky even addressed this on a recent interview. He was in a location that was hidden, and it was a safe location. But he assured the media that the world is not doing enough. So, Russian oil dependency in the European Union. Ruder Media reports. EU rolls out plan to cut Russia gas dependency this year. This is Reuters.com. Um, articles by Kate Abnett. So the European Commission published plans on Tuesday to cut an EU dependency on Russian gas by two-thirds this year and end its reliance on Russian supplies of fuel well before 2030. A European Union executive said it would switch to alternative supplies and expand clean energy faster under the plans, which national governments will largely take responsibility for implementing. The Russian invasion of Ukraine last month has triggered an overhaul of 27 country EU's energy priorities as Brussels seeks to 
rests countries free from depending on Russia, which supplies around 40% of the bloc's natural gas. So, they, um, they supply a lot of oil, and a lot of people rely on Russia to maintain all their activities that, um, like warming houses. And um, it's very important. And I think as we progress to a new world of electric vehicles, we will continue to extract the world's vital, vital minerals in search of a safer and more efficient energy source. Our current industries require the use of fossil fuels and the reliance of oil will continue for decades. This will not stop anytime soon. People like me and you, we will stop utilizing these fossil fuels more than um, the major industries. All the major industries across the world, they can't afford to implement all electric vehicles and all electric machinery, heavy machinery for mining, work in the Arctic. It's difficult. And they're already utilizing robots in mine sites where the operator is on surface controlling a miner. Uh, this is part of the future, the mining industry. These are electric um, vehicles. They're, they're, they are utilizing these in places like um, in Canada, some of the mine sites. We are utilizing very safe techniques, and not all countries live up to those same standards as the countries like Canada or the US so there are countries like India and China that are now at the same pace of the industrial revolution a hundred years ago their industrial pace right now you know they're behind but they're moving quick they're accelerating much faster than our um, Western civilization has. They're an older civilization, but they're accelerating now with the current help of technology. They're building their armies massive. So it's pretty interesting. Building big armies and um, they're building skyscrapers, new cities. They're building new cities at rapid paces. The old country China, the old country of India, they are all transforming at a rapid pace. They are now producing all of our stuff. They're producing our electronics. They're producing our bikes. They're producing our everything. So, and that's the way it is until we um, 
start building and investing in our economy instead of um, having everything cheap. And it's almost impossible now with the price of everything. It's kind of getting hard to want to buy Canadian or buy U.S. supplies when we know we can buy Chinese or Indian supplies much cheaper. These countries will rely on fossil fuels until they are completely capable of transforming, transfer, uh, transferring to electric vehicles. But this is a long ways away. The world's very big. They are still utilizing very old equipment all over the world. Very old equipment. They do not want their countries growth slowed by switching everything to electric too early so there's an incentive they will utilize it I'm sure most countries will the ones who are smart but places like India or Mexico they all need to keep um, their production up to keep production up to supply the world their cheap goods they need to use utilize gas. They need to utilize diesel. And that's just the way it is until things change. It's gonna be take a long time. But it's getting better. Well <clears throat> well that was a little deep. That was pretty deep. So I just wanted to talk like that and <clears throat> You know, talk serious, because it is serious. I'm not joking around. And, um, you know, but in other trending topics, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of Mr. Beast. And I never really, I know, I've heard him like in uh, articles and stuff online, but I've never really listened to him or watched his videos. And he was on Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan's podcast. It's really changed my life. This uh, Mr. Beast, he's 23 years old. Jimmy Donaldson, better known by his online alias, Mr. Beast, is an American YouTuber, internet personality, businessman, and philanthropist. I almost messed that one up again. He has been credited with pioneering a genre of YouTube videos that center on expensive stunts. And he has five YouTube channels. He is an impressive kid, I must say. You know, 23 years old. He said he has, I think it said, I want to say 100. I could be wrong. He said 200 employees. And he's 23. Yeah, and uh, he says he uses utilizes a lot of his time just creating viral videos on on YouTube and good for him and he's gonna change the world I think and people like him change the way we um, take in information take in movies and take in um, entertainment it's funny listening to Joe and he Joe seems very like out of it Joe knows how to be vi viral but not like mr. Beast Joe looks inexperienced, kind of. 
and he's very curious on how Mr. Beast creates this massive ecosystem of success. And like I said, Mr. Beast, he's paving the way for other young people to do different things. He said he was starting this when he was 12 and 15 years old. And he's dedicated all of his time. That's pretty impressive for him to do that. And to, to make the money he does now and the success he has, it's gone a long way. Long, long gone are the days of just working 9 to 5 at some factory until retirement. Now we have the tools and access to form our future as long as we give ourselves the chance to create new and exciting ideas. Young people, like myself, I am young still, sort of. I'm on the younger half of old, I guess. <laughs> but young people like myself have taken up many different um, types of create, uh, creative expression. And I think it's what's going to help drive the best generation of young kids. And this next generation is going to be amazing. What they're going to be capable of with what the tools that we have created for them, it's endless. It's going to get better and better. And I hope we get smarter. So, yeah. It's going to drive this. And like myself, I've done lots of different um, projects on social media. Like I've done um, my guitar videos. I've done lots of guitar videos over the years and you know, nothing real serious. I've never gotten crazy into it or tried to be viral of any sort. Um, I just played guitar and kind of gave me something to do and uh, I also did videos for my homestead and I'll probably do videos in the future um, I'm an outdoorsman type person and um, we have lots of things that we need to work on at the farm here over the next forever and um, that's never going to end so I like, I'd like to document stuff I like to to use a camera and I like to talk so I just need to organize things, and, and that's all it takes, eh? You need to organize, and um, it's not just keeping things in your brain. You have to write things down. It's very important. So, on that note, Ontario to drop most mask mandates on March 21st. Remaining pandemic rules to lift by end of April. Isn't that great? Ontario to drop most mask mandates. And that's on the March 21st. Move draws backlash from one of the largest education unions in Canada, calling the plan premature, which um, in a way I agree. In a way I don't agree. So we worked so hard before and now we gave a, got a little leeway and now we're we're just abandoning everything. I don't know what happened. I guess it is what it is. And it says Ontario. Uh, this article is CBC News. 
Julia Nope and Sarah Jebakanji. Jebakanji. Sarah Jebakanji. CBC News. Ontario will scrap most mass mandates, including in schools, restaurants, gyms, and stores across the province on March 21st, with remaining COVID-19 regulations also set to drop by the end of April. Hmm. Interesting. You know, in my opinion, I believe this will just divide the population even further. I think we should all be very cautious moving forward not let the government um, control what we do. And I think that's what's important. I think that's what's important here. The government is giving us the power, and that's what counts. We're the ones who take care of our own health. We, we need to do the exercise, the diet. We need to, do, we, we need to eat vitamins and minerals to support a healthy diet so we can fight off illnesses. We shouldn't get illnesses and then try to fight it off. We should fight we should be getting healthy and fighting off the illnesses. So it is what it is, I guess. It's my favorite thing to say. And um it's very important that we just take care of our own selves. And that's what's the best part. The government's releasing their grip and giving us the path so we can wear a mask if we want to. If you want to wear a mask, go right ahead. If you don't have a mask on you and you want to get gas, go right ahead. But um, companies and companies will still have these, these, um, these rules implemented. You'll still see lots of companies still utilizing it. Bus companies, airplanes. We'll see. I guess it all depends on which company and what their policies are. And uh, on a lighter note, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk hurt his leg. We all know Tony Hawk. Even your grandmother knows Tony Hawk. And I'm sorry to say that he has now injured his leg. And he's getting up there. I don't know how old he is now, but he's definitely in his 50s. And um, when you break your leg, you know, not looking good, eh? And it says here on comicbook.com that he had broken his leg and that he's recently suffered a broken leg so severe that getting back to 100% may be a huge challenge. And on Tuesday, Tony Hawk shared an Instagram that he broke his leg again. I don't know why they keep saying that. Specifically, Hawk broke his femur. Oof. The femur is not a good bone to break, folks. And even shared the x-ray photo, as well as a video of himself in the hospital. So let's, um, let's just give a little hope for uh, good old Tony Hawk there. Tony Hawk's pro skater. Come on. This guy's a legend. I wish him a hope. Uh, I wish and hope him a, uh, the best and a quick recovery thanks Tony Hawk for uh, being such a good influencer he, he made a big effect on me I skateboarded um, I still do the odd skateboarding but I'm getting older now and I can't take a fall so is what it is my kids uh, will start to learn and I have a skateboard here 
nice skateboard. We're going to get into a little bit of crypto. A little bit of crypto, NFT. Hope everybody's listening and enjoying this so far. I know it'll be a little bit dry. I need to get my uh, my routine here. Just relax, and it's going to take a little while. So bear with me. I apologize. Uh, let me figure this all out, and uh, I promise it'll get better. You know, as we go here. Just need to loosen up and relax, and um, I hope everybody's relaxed tonight and uh, or taking a drive or working out at the gym or uh, just having a good day. And if you're listening to this, uh, thank you very much. You know, I'm still early in this podcast, and uh, I think it's going to be a really great way to express myself and um, do things I already do. I'm, I already do. I already look at articles all day, and I already look at um, you know research things and gadgets and um, ways to improve efficiency. I'm just a nerd in general, so it's like. I don't have anything else to do. I don't watch TV at night. And um, I think if I put the kids to bed and um, do a little bit of this and then I hang out with the wife, I think that's a great way to spend my evening. I couldn't um, do it any better myself. And uh, if that makes sense, which I don't think it does. But, well, crypto. Last few days... Bitcoin's been moving. Lots of things happening with Bitcoin. We've seen a big pump on Tuesday. Today, I don't think... Um, we see it almost completely reversed. It's almost completely reversed. So, that shows you the volatility. Right now, it's, it's not um, uncommon for a 5% difference per day. That's just the way it is with Bitcoin. And um, the current volume, I think it was at 8, 8 p.m., 39.7 billion Canadian, market cap at 957 billion. So we're just under a trillion dollars Canadian, sitting at $50,113, and that's down 6.5% in 24 hours. So, and I've seen it down even further than that. It's it's moved up a bit. People are smart. They're buying the dip, and... Um, Traders, traders are if they know what they're doing, um, which they do. They as soon as you get a green candle, you you sell, and once it starts going down, you buy. And um, who has the time for that, really? Like I don't. Um, I like to one day learn from a coach or something. Maybe how to do all that, but it is what it is. Um, I just like to hold and accumulate because I think that's the best bet for long term is to find these projects that you think will go longer and um, that's where you're going to get the most um, bang for your buck is long term because of the fees and the taxes. It's, it's, you got to be, you got to play things smart and um you know, crypto is is a very um volatile thing. You should only put in what you are willing to lose. And I tell people that all the time. I don't have a whole lot of money into this stuff, but I'm but um 
I like crypto and um, it's done good for me so far. And uh, I think it's important to uh, to not neglect um, Bitcoin because uh, it's a very important um, thing for the future. You need to do your research on that because um, the more you buy now, scrap, start uh, stacking Satoshis. This isn't financial advice at all, but in my opinion, I think, um, why not? Grab yourself a ShakePay app if you live in Canada and start shaking per day. You get free Bitcoin. You don't lose. And um, I think it's just awesome. It's going to be a way we can buy things and store our wealth. And, um, and I like it because it's techy, nerdy, and um, it has good fundamentals. There's very good reasons for the blockchain. Everything's very um, trackable and transparent, and you can track everything. So, yeah. So, so let's take a look at um, some of the news that was really driving up Tuesday's 10% increase because um, Tuesday. We had seen 10% gains on Bitcoin. And they take uh, So Biden, President Biden, issues long-awaited executive order on crypto. And this is on CryptoNews.net. And it doesn't have a person who wrote this, but the U.S. President Joe Biden signed a first-of-its-kind executive order on crypto directing federal agencies to coordinate the, their approach to the sector and the executive order did not lay out specific positions the administration wants agencies to adopt or impose new regulations on the sector. One part of the order will direct the Treasury Department to create a report on the future of money. And he's looking at investor protection, future of money, the importance of the digital dollar, our national security or the US national security and international cooperation so it just shows you the world is just starting to get into this crypto thing and it's blowing up and I wouldn't wait because um, the more you learn about it now the better you will be, you will be off but I think it will be niche for a while but there will be alternate ways to use your money in the future. And it might be a completely different way, but utilized with, with crypto, uh, cryptocurrency technology. Utilizing the blockchain and all for alternate reasons. So, Amazon jumps on plan to split stock. And they're going to buy back up to $10 billion. Bloomberg.com. Amazon jumps on plan to split the stock. The split would be Amazon's first in more than two decades and changes aimed at more employees' flexibility, Amazon says. Yeah. They make a lot of money and they need to start paying up a little bit. But So now... 
we all have some a good chance to uh, scoop some some Amazon. But um, I see some of the talk on Twitter. I don't really buy uh, too many stocks there. I have old stocks I just I just hold. But uh, some talk on Twitter, some of the talk that I see on Twitter, is that the price may still come down a few hundred bucks. So just look out for it. Um, Amazon. So it's a twenty to one split. Now look at our. Uh, I read a bit of this article too, just to give a little more backing. Amazon Inc. is planning to split the stock for the first time in more than two decades in a move that will end an era of four-digit stock prices for the biggest U.S. technology companies. And Amazon intends to boost its outstanding shares by a 20-to-1 ratio under a plan disclosed late Wednesday, joining other technology giants like Alphabet Inc. or Google and Alpha and um, Apple, who have turned to splits to make their stocks more attractive to retail investors. And that news combined with a $10 billion share buyback authorization sent Amazon shares up as much as 11% in New York post-market post training. Wow. So, don't fret. See, if you were to buy Amazon, it's the gift that keeps giving. You imagine so so the last segment I kind of want to talk about today so I kind of go into these segments I'm trying to figure out my flow here and the best way to to get information across and to try to get my opinion not just read articles and whatever I'm trying to I'm trying to get my opinion in there I'm trying to find my my true perspective I think that's going to help me find who I really am. And I mean, I, I'm sitting here listening to myself and um, I hope other people get to listen to it too. But if they don't, I'm going to keep pushing through this and um, learning because uh, I like writing. Uh, writing is one of my favorite things to do and I write better than I talk. And to get my full attention I need to my full attention and my full focus I need to write things down and um, because I want to make sure that I say what everything I want to say so so the last segment is um, sort of about parenting and mental health and just kind of talking right so right now my wife sent me this article the other day and it says, I want my sons to be obsessed with what I loved as a kid. And it makes me think. So I play guitar and, you know, we, we, we moved up to this new life that we could do outdoor living and homesteading and property and give the most to my kids so they can do whatever they want. But what happens when they don't want that? And they don't like the the country living. They don't like the the ATVs, the guns. They don't like that. They don't, what if they don't want to play guitar or play instruments or sing? What if they don't want anything to do with daddy, daddy's hobbies? And um, that's always a question, right? 
and all we can do is just um, just show them the way and they will pick their own destiny they decide what they want to do so I'm lucky my son he has picked up the guitar and he's copied me he's he's, he's mirrored my my movements and um, that makes me proud and uh, I hope he still enjoys it he used to play more guitar when he was a little baby more than he does now and um, I don't know why but yeah this article just makes me think you know I do want my kids to do the things that I like and all the outdoor stuff but what if they don't nothing really I can do about that you know I want my kids to learn the skills I've learned and know the things that I know but it's very complicated because kids have their own personality you cannot force them to do anything they don't want to do if my son picks up a guitar it is up to him but I know the reality is that no matter what they are their own people and all I can do is guide them with positive reinforcement and push them out of their comfort zones so they can become so they can become the people they want to be that they want to be so I know how much how heartbreaking that sounds but I know we all want our kids to enjoy the same movies and video games and all the nostalgic parts of our childhood but they're living their own lives maybe they don't need to go down your path and that uh, was touching to me so another thing I want to talk about and this is the last thing for, for the night and I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the background of what happened between um, the unfortunate events between me and my solo my my, my sorry my podcast partner and how this became a solo project so I had an old friend and he approached me to do um, a podcast with him and um, he knows I'm pretty comfortable being an idiot on camera so I think he wanted me to join a podcast because he knows I'm a quirky guy and um and um, I might have some sort of good values that would be represented on in, uh, a podcast or something to that extent. But he approached me and he loved my name for the NFT collection, um, A Northern Perspective. And that was me and my wife's um, creation. She, she had all these photos that... Um, we transformed into an NFTs on OpenSea, and uh, we don't plan on selling these things. These are just another way to, for creative expression. And since I deleted all my social medias, um, you know, I haven't been posting on anything. We found that that was the best way to show our pictures. And it's nice to show your nice pictures to your friends, but if you can um, put them on a blockchain and have the ability 
to sell them as art. I don't know how well that uh, my indigestion's coming up on this podcast, but <laughs> this new bike's a lot better than um, the phone. So yeah, so he approached me about it, and you know he really liked the name, and I said no, we'll do a, we'll do um we'll ask people and we'll do a little poll to see the different names, and uh, we decided to do it with Northern Perspective and. I agreed. I know. I know that's my name. Caitlin's. My wife's like. Uh, you shouldn't be. That's your name, Tim. Like that's your baby. But I had to describe to my partner that uh, that that main that name did mean a lot to me. And um, I had. It wasn't just um, a thing that I just cr- created. I actually thought, put time and effort into it. It wasn't just something that uh, I looked at and, and it copied. It was. It was my own thing. And me and my wife decided on that. So so I kind of told him, like, you know, I wish, like, I hope we can work a, a good podcast. And he wants to do a podcast. But it seemed like the direction he was mostly going with was uh, YouTube videos. And um, I just don't want to do too many YouTube videos. It takes a lot of work and effort. And there's a lot of production, you know. I don't have the time to do all these fancy videos everything I do is either um, live or you know within a short period of time like uh, when I do these it's usually at night time and um, I do these around 8 or 9 at night if this is my 6th podcast that we've created what I've created and but this is my 2nd episode because all the episodes that I had with my partner I'm just going to add as bonus and um, we did have good discussions and I don't have any bad feelings I just um, you know I just want to live a nice peaceful life and I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings and whatever I did I um, I'm sorry and um, it is what it is man and um, I know I can I'm a very aggressive person and I'm very intense. And a lot of people, I don't know if I just come off to people as too um, aggressive. And I don't know if it's aggressive or I just come off as um, pushy and just bossy maybe. Yeah, maybe bossy is the word. And I, I, I hate being like that. I don't like being bossy. And I've just tried not to be bossy. But, um, you know, when you when you're... When you when you have a straight mind to and a clear view of something, you know what it takes to get there, or you know the work or the dedication it takes to accomplish certain goals. Um, you know, you just want people around you to do that too, but and that's maybe my fault. And uh, but uh, I just hope the future. Um, Everybody can be, just be happy, and I'm just going to do these podcasts now as a, a way of creative, creative expression and get my mind out, loosen up. I heard there's a seven-episode um, curse where people do seven episodes of a podcast and quit. So that's not me. 
I'm not doing seven. I'm doing eight. No, I'm just joking. But <laughs> um, no, I, I'm going to do this. Um, why not? I can have friends come on. Um, there's so many things you can do just to mess around. You can do Twitter spaces. But um, I'm just going to do this and talk about things that I like and from my northern perspective. And, um, you know, it's just going to be another one of my hobbies. You know, I have so many. Um, my hobbies are sort of on hold right now. Um, so it's nice that I can use my voice. And um, and I can still do um, something creative. I, I'm, it's um, been tough having a hand injury. And um, I'm going to get into that in the future on another episode. So I'm going to wrap this up. Um, so we had a good podcast today. You know, I think I talked about a lot of stuff and I, I hope I was clear and I hope this recording comes out well and I'm just improving everything. If there's any comments, um, please let me know. I'm on Twitter. Um, and from Twitter, you can check out the link tree. We have all those things. My partner had created all those social media accounts. And um, he gave me the keys. So, so now I have all these social media accounts that are for this um, podcast. And I guess I have the keys. And I'm not going to... Don't, I don't start things and just quit. And so I'm going to continue to do this and grow as a person I think so I hope you enjoy listening tonight guys um, please tune in next time check out my uh, social media pages and I'll let you know when there's any um, upcoming recordings and um, if I'm lucky tonight I'll be able to put this online tonight it doesn't take me very long so thank you for listening to a Northern Perspective podcast with Tim have a great night.